The anxiety and uncertainty of the pandemic has been new for many Americans, but for some refugees from war-torn countries, some of it has felt all too familiar. Melva Spahic fled Bosnia 23 years ago. WBEZ's Odette Youssef brings us her story. What I brought with me was anxiety, PTSD, stress disorders, panic attacks, you know, those kind of things, all those memories, all those uh, scary things that wakes you up in the middle of the night, not able to sleep, not able to breathe and function normally. Uh, you know, I try to forget what happened to me in the past. Somehow I, I, I did manage this very well. And then this pandemic starts. And then everything kicked back in again. Being trapped indoors, seeing public spaces as a dangerous places, uh, like being concerned about food. Our refugee patients, they were going to the store, not for toilet paper. They were going to the store for candles, flour, sugar, oil, because that's what they remembered is when war started in their homelands, whether it was Syria or whether it was Iraq or whether it was Bosnia, that was what was going to disappear from the stores. And they knew in their mind, we know what's coming next. My name is Kiran Siddiqui. I am the CEO of Hamdard Healthcare in Chicago, Illinois. There was a lot of humor also going around toilet paper, but it was beyond that. It was how these ransacked shelves, they had seen it before. I stuck my pantry closet with lots of beans, macaroni, rice, flour, oil. First, the shelves are disappearing. Now the government is closing down businesses. Now the government is telling us when to go, where to go. Now the next thing is going to be, we're going to be told to leave. We're going to be told this is not our country. We are going to be displaced. We buy the water. We even put some of the water in the car just in case we have to like leave the town that we have a plenty of water in, in our trunk. We saw a peak in mental health from refugees. We saw night terrors. We saw them having flashbacks, you know, their PTSD, anxiety, depression. Everything just, you know, skyrocketed because they were like, this is, this is how it started. That was the number one phrase our counselors heard. This is how it started and now it's happening again. We never thought it would happen here in the United States. We never thought it would happen here in Chicago. My two children are kind of laughing at me when I pack a couple of bags uh, and leave it in the closet just in case of emergency. Just a couple of bottles of the ibuprofen, a couple of bottles of water, uh, underwear, shirts, that's it. Nothing much. I also put all of our passports, like birth certificate, you know, all the documentation, immunization records. It's very important to have a handy and they laughed. It was like, mom, what are you doing? Like, nothing is going to happen. You know, this is going to go over in a month. Like, we're going to be fine. Why are you freaking out about? But they don't understand, like, how I feel and the things I went through.
back home, like, you know, we live great and normal life. And then Serbian soldiers knocked on the door. We have 15 minutes to leave our home. In those 15 minutes, there is no time to think about, oh, what is my papers? What is my wallet? What is my things? Like you just have to have a handy so you can just leave and go. Document was the first thing they had to leave behind when they became refugees, when they were forced to run from their home. A lot of them realized they didn't have birth certificates. They didn't have marriage certificates. And so there was this rise in fear about if we have to leave, how am I going to prove that my son is my son without a birth certificate? And those those couple of bags that I pack, uh, it was in my closet for at least four or five months. And then my, my, my kids was like, mom, no, stop it. You're not going to go anywhere. We are safe. Everything's going to be fine. But, you know, this is this is stronger than me. Like, I need to feel like I'm safe, like nothing's going to happen. You know, feels, you know, I'm sorry. husband worked through whole pandemic and then every time he came home it was bread is baked like so many different donuts like you know so many different pitas Bosnian food and he was like what are you doing like why are you baking so many food you're gonna gain weight and you make me gain weight I was like I'm sorry I cannot help it I need to I have to <laughs> during the wartime back home we don't have any food we have to wait for the airplane to drop down some of the food. So that's why, probably, I understand now, that's why I'm preparing so much food. I even gained 12 pounds for less than two months. Just because in case something happened, at least my belly is full for the next couple of days. <laughs> the most things that helps me, it's... Um, try to focus on something good. The one thing I did, I call my friends and I start organizing uh, food collecting. I reach out to so many different families in, in, in Chicago. I went and pick up every single item from their home, separated and pack everything. And I deliver those kind of like a basket of fruits and vegetables and, you know, cookies and coffee, tea to their houses. We should care about each other. We should help about each other. Doesn't matter of religious skin colors. We all human beings. That story was produced by WBEZ's Odette Youssef.